0: What seems on the surface like doing nothing is actually doing the most. We need to give more importance to single-tasking, opposite of multitasking. You're listening to The Self-Worth Edit, the podcast inspiring South Asian women and beyond to quit playing small and start trusting the power and wisdom within. Join me, Noshin, on Mondays as I share insightful conversations, tips for healthier ways of thinking, and lessons in healing our relationships with ourselves. Thanks for tuning in to the Self-Worth Edit. Here we go. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Self-Worth Edit. First and foremost... If you don't follow me on Instagram, I want to share an update with you. And that is that at least for the time being, I am moving us back to an every other week release schedule. When I first started the show, that was our cadence new episode every other week. And then my time and my life, everything at the time allowed for me to move to a weekly schedule. So I went for it. And now, as you know, if you tune in on a regular basis, it has been more difficult for me to keep up with the regular cadence as I adjust to being in a new country for a little while. However, I didn't want the consistency to completely fall off. I am still very passionate about this show and this project and showing up for all of you, and it is not going to completely fall off. Sometimes we need to find ways to adjust and accommodate our needs as they evolve. And for me right now to find the balance between giving myself what I need and getting you what I want to provide for you in this space, what makes the most sense is to scale back to an every other week release schedule of new episodes So week before last, there was a new episode, it was also a solo about the risks of solitude along our self-worth journey, and today I actually want to do yet another solo episode before we get into some of the interviews that I have lined up for you, because May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and I have something to say about that topic. Before we get into it, if you do not already follow me on Instagram, then come join over at SelfWorthEdit. I will put it in the show notes as well. This is a great place to keep up with updates in between episodes. I am working on being more regular with stories and posts there as well. So let's connect there in between these every other week episodes. All right. So I view today's episode and today's topic as one big reminder for you, and that is that mental health is not linear. Mental health is not a static thing. It is something that needs to be continuously cultivated, actively practiced, regularly refined, and it's easy to forget the practices that contribute to our mental health on a daily basis. But the effects of that really pile up quite quickly, I've found. It may feel like sluggishness, irritability, a resurfacing of negative self-talk, a swirling around in your head of anxious thoughts constantly, disconnection from yourself, and then the effects of that, self-abandonment, neglecting our own needs, not speaking our truths. Now, when I'm talking about mental health, I am talking about it from my perspective. You know, this can look many different ways for everyone. And for me, I'm really talking about day-to-day mental health, mindfulness mastery, which is what has really helped me. I've shared in previous episodes about the importance of therapy. I know it is very stigmatized in our communities. There's actually an episode about this where I get into more of my journey to therapy. So if that's something you're curious about or interested in, definitely check out that episode. But for today, what I really want to share with you is simply this reminder that you should continuously check in with where you are in your mental health. And if you haven't done that in a while, this is, again, your reminder to do so. And this is coming from this realization and reminder I had myself actually even this morning. I don't know whether you are living alone or living in a household full of people or even with one other person. But I have gone from living alone to now living with a couple other people and having more friends and community around, and it has meant less time with my own thoughts. I find myself feeling like I can't hear myself think sometimes because it's not as easy to make space for it, but it's just as, if not more important in such situations to make that space. The other piece of this is that taking time alone to be by yourself is not in and of itself how you cater to your mental health. Hear me out. You could spend 24 hours completely by yourself, but how are you using that time? Are you watching Netflix all day and numbing out your brain? Are you on the phone with people while you're physically alone, but you're talking a lot with other people? Are you working for those 24 hours? What is it that you're doing with this time you have to yourself? Because Yes, there is a space for everything I just mentioned, of course, but rest and active cultivation of your mental health and connection to yourself, knowing yourself, knowing your needs so that you can then cater to them requires something different, requires us to intentionally do nothing but be with ourselves and be with our thoughts. Now, this can also look different ways. For me, and I'll be doing episodes on these topics. This looks like journaling, which I'm a huge advocate for, huge proponent of. And it looks like meditation, journaling to connect with the thoughts that in the day to day I have pushed to the side because I don't have time to deal with or that have been coming up, but I haven't fully given them space to know what's going on in my headspace, to process emotions that feel heavy in the moments, to give myself advice To come back to myself, to remind myself sometimes of who I am, journaling to connect with what even is going on in the mind, and meditation to clear it. Often I find that I need to journal first, get the thoughts out of the way, and then I can practice meditation, a clearing of the mind, a descent from my mind and the anxious thoughts into the grounding of just experiencing being in my body. And this can feel Really, really weird and difficult and tough if we are used to running around. If we believe what society tells us and what our communities tell us about what productivity looks like and what laziness looks like. And when I say meditation, it doesn't necessarily need to mean eyes closed and chanting and dark room. Of course, it can look like that, but when I say meditation or clearing of the mind, It can look as simple as sitting with your cup of coffee and doing nothing, but sipping it and staring out the window. Doing nothing, but focusing on just, yeah, doing nothing, thinking nothing, but simply being and existing. The temptation to reach for your phone, to take notes, to be multitasking, to even be organizing what your day ahead will look like in your brain, all of that is so strong. And to just sit there and stare out the window as you sip your coffee can feel really uncomfortable. Like you're not doing anything, like you're lazy, but you're not lazy. You're actually doing something very important. The message right now is not about, hey, we don't need to be productive all the time. Of course we don't. That is an important message. But my message here and now is to frame for you that what seems on the surface like doing nothing is actually doing the most. And we need to give more importance to actions like sitting and meditating and clearing our minds or having coffee with no other task at hand. We need to give more importance to single tasking. What what is the opposite of multitasking? Single tasking, right? Because taking that time for ourselves, taking the time to clear all the bullshit, excuse my language, of the day-to-day tasks and obligations and responsibilities is actually setting us up to show up as better versions of ourselves for ourselves, and for all of those other responsibilities as well. And taking the time to be intentional about checking in with, regularly cultivating our mental health, is as important as our daily hygiene, is as important as brushing your teeth every day, as important as showing up to work every day, as eating to physically nourish ourselves every day. Those actions I just described are routine and automatic. We don't question them, we just get up and do it. But what gets neglected time and again is this attention to mental health. And there are so many reasons for this, right? Yes, the fact that we grow up being conditioned to think that it's not a thing, that we need to just be okay, and that mental health or ill mental health is not something that affects us, it's something that affects other people and something they've made up in their minds or you know, just not something that's worthy of spending time on. It's silly, like, these are the messages that as a South Asian woman I've received even as I've pursued therapy as an adult. It's when you start to take control of it and experience the benefits of it for yourself that you realize the power of being intentional about your mental health and the fact that it is a thing and, right, all of these myths around it that we have been taught growing up are inaccurate. And it's going to take us time to build in the habit of prioritizing this on a daily basis, whether that means journaling every day or taking one to two minutes to meditate in the morning or whatever it looks like for you, but being intentional about figuring out what it looks like for you and then practicing it daily. It's going to take time because we have been brushing our teeth since the beginning of our lives, more or less. We have been eating since the beginning of our lives, and we have been fulfilling external obligations since essentially the beginning of our lives, work, school. So of course those things come naturally to us, and that doesn't mean they are more important. It simply means we need more time to cultivate mental health practices that come automatically, that we prioritize equally and daily. And the only way that's going to happen is through intentionality, through building the awareness. So that's my message for you today, is this reminder to not neglect your mental health, to not confuse it for something that should be linear, to not believe that tending to your mental health is not a hugely valuable use of your time and energy, and to invite you and to encourage you if you've not already determine what checking in with and cultivating your mental health on a daily basis might look like for you. Maybe they are at-home practices. Maybe it involves seeking professional help. Maybe it involves medication. Whatever it looks like for you, you are worthy and deserving of knowing how to take care of your mental health and you are worthy and deserving of taking the time to do so. Putting those practices in play for yourself. And you are responsible. You are responsible for your own mental health. So take ownership of that. Don't put it on anyone else to determine how or whether to take care of your own mental health. Of course, you can seek support and guidance, but take that ownership. Show up for yourself. And again, if you want to learn more about therapy and my experience with therapy, it's one of the first episodes I did for this show it is like episode number three. It's called Therapy Myths in South Asian Culture. And again, if you're not following on Instagram, I am at selfworthedit. Hope to see you there and tune in. Reminder we're going to every other week, so in a couple weeks for a new episode. Until then, I wish all the best for you and your families and your loved ones. Talk soon.